0: As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Praise the Lord, family, and welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work on the When Christians Speak Talk Radio Network. This is your host, Pat Randall. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful Thursday, or whatever day, or whatever hour you decide to tune in and listen. I am going to continue today on the title, I Forgive You. So this is part two of I Forgive You. And the subtitle under that is A Season of Forgiveness. Now we have all heard, in fact we're hearing it a lot even now during this time. When we see all this divisiveness and anger and hate being spewed. That... Love, only love can conquer hate, right? You're familiar with that, only love can conquer hate. And one of the key aspects of love is forgiveness. Forgiveness comes out of love. So we cannot leave this aspect of loving people out of it. We have to have a willingness to forgive. Now, last week, I came out of a couple of, I read a couple of um, scriptures, and uh, one of them was um, out of Matthew, and I think a couple of them came out of Matthew, and uh, a couple of them came out of um, Luke, I believe. But anyway, the key points within those scriptures that I w- read last week was a conversation that Peter was having with Jesus. and Jesus was responding to Peter's question about how many times uh, should he, you know, forgive someone who has wronged him? I mean, he said, he just threw out this number, should it seven times, seven times be enough to forgive this person who has wronged him? And he said, and Jesus replied, 70 times seven. And he was demonstrating that there is no end to forgiving. And it's impossible for us to live this life in peace and in joy and in freedom without living and being always prepared to forgive people. People are doing things that even the slightest uh, thing that they they may do to wrong you, you always have to be willing and ready to forgive. That should start to become a part of your response mechanism, understanding that in order to really be free and to walk in this liberty that you have in Christ, that forgiveness is a key part of that. Amen. So we're in a time now, right now, where we are all witnessing heightened levels Of evil among men And that only means that We've got to come up In fact, not just match it But even outdo it With forgiveness So it's necessary for even Our level of forgiveness to increase And we all know that forgiveness is a process Because it's a letting go And even sometimes we have to even revisit things that we thought that we had forgiven and you know the Holy Spirit are bringing up again and you'll find that there's still a a little sting there there's still a little hurt when you you think about it and there even may be still a little anger about it and so it is a process and so when it is shown to you again you let it go. You decide. I choose to let go of whatever unforgiveness I have left about this circumstance. I free myself and I free those people that have wronged me. Because they may not even have realized that they wronged you. They were just being who they are. You know, we, we live in a broken world and there are let me tell you, there is no one on this planet that escapes it. We are bombarded with distortions and uh, illusions and deceptions the minute we enter into this, 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 this dimension on this planet. but there's purpose in us being here and understanding that in that purpose that we're going, we're going to go through some things while we're here but we can use them to work in our favor I believe that is what when when the scriptures tell us that God can take everything and work it together for good. Everything. Our grief, our losses, our injuries, the the abuse, the hatred, the we can take it all. And allow God to use it for good in our lives. And so in the midst of all that we're seeing, at least for me, I am finding out more about who I am in the midst of this. Where are my thoughts? Where are my beliefs in the midst of all this mess, this evil mess that is going on? in our country and in and in the world at this at this moment and in fact last week i just i started out with one statement of forgiveness and i said i forgive my country i forgive the government in my country i forgive them for taking on a policy that separated immigrant children from their parents and locking them up in in cages. Because that impacted me uh, so strongly when that happened. And it was, I, I, I felt that it was unbelievably cruel what was done to those children and to their parents. I can't even imagine my child being taken away from me by a government and me unable to see them or even know what's going on with them. And and to top it off, if you're in a country where you don't even speak their language, it's even more difficult and more complex, and the anxiety is heightened, because now there's this huge communication gap. Uh, let me continue in my review. So, we covered that Jesus answer to peter about how many times should it be he threw out this number seven times and and jesus said no 70 70 times seven so there's no end to forgiveness you always have to be ready to forgive and let that become a part of your mantra uh for me I have been able to start the process of saying it the minute, in the moment that it's happening to keep me from walking away with it and carrying it during the day. So in my mind, I may just silently say, I forgive you. I forgive you. The other thing I talked about was how Jesus, now Jesus was in the midst of, of persecution on the cross, not for his sins, but for ours, because of our sinful position that we had taken. We were the ones, the human race, people. Were the ones who subjected Jesus. He came to save us. And we crucified the very one who came to bring salvation to us, to bring unconditional love to us. And the interesting part in this is those who take on the name or the label Christian, they're afraid of being persecuted. They don't want to go through anything. And and because certain leaders know that you don't want to go through anything, that you fear being persecuted, they use that fear against you. Oh, they're going to take your Bibles. Oh, they're going to take away your religious freedoms. They're going to, they. But no one can take away your faith. No one can take away your peace. No one can take away your joy. The source, if the source of your peace and your joy is coming from this world, then you're going to be on a roller coaster ride. It has to come from Christ. And then I shared scripture on uh, a story that um, Jesus was telling. It was a story to give us an idea of what heaven is like, the kingdom of heaven, okay, how it works. And so, he tells this story, which is also in those times called a parable. And it was about this unforgiving servant. Now, this servant had been forgiven of a huge debt by the king, right? He was crying and pleading for mercy And the king just forgave it, wiped his slate clean. He turns around and he confronts someone who owes him not even half as much as what he owed the king. And he refused to show any kind of mercy. Or to just forgive him of his debt like he had been forgiven of debt. Because he was no longer in a place of stress or anxiety about some debt hanging over his head. He was completely forgiven. But he would not extend this to this other servant who had... Who had even less His debt was much less Than this guy So it's it's interesting that This guy has been forgiven So much And yet unwilling To to forgive Smaller sins Or um, Smaller debts And These are things For us To Take time to meditate and think, think about this. Think about this and think about what happened to the unforgiving servant. He ended his actions, put him back into prison. Being unforgiving will put you in prison. I am going to quickly just go through a few things that I, myself, personally, I, I encouraged others to look at what is happening, things that have happened in the past, and things that are happening right now, to look at those things and just start to take it through the forgiveness process and just pray and de- and allow the, the the spirit of God to, that flows on the inside of you to start to speak those words of forgiveness. And last week as I said, I was talking about the government's policies of separating those children. I want to forgive my government leaders who have been slow to respond, to the gun violence among our children those especially the ones who claim that that they they believe in God and yet they are so pro gun and they are not willing to Uh, established some sort of restrictions on the types of weapons that people have access to. And these very weapons that they have not restricted in terms of being in the hands of regular citizens have been used to kill our children. Our children are being killed through gun violence, our children in a country that is one of the richest nations in the world are going hungry we have disregarded a former president who has used language that has proven to be violent and highly disrespectful I want to, I could go down much more, but, you know, that's my own private list and I'll just go through it. But even though I'm against all these things, I cannot allow those things that happen outside of me to cause me. To be bitter on the inside. Or to be angry. Or to operate in hate. Because that's not my identity. And I refuse to allow. Those outside things. To define who I am. But. I can take all those things. And allow God to work it for good in my life because if you think about the things that you see and the things that you're against you can see a little bit of that in yourself. In fact, I was watching a movie uh this past week. And there was this statement cuz you know God will speak to you where Well, this whole world belongs to him. So he can speak to you anytime, anywhere, and through anybody. And in this statement, this little boy was talking to this hero. He thought this guy was the good hero and not the the evil person. And it turned out that this guy was the person who had done evil. He was the enemy of the good hero, but he had changed. And so the young boy is saying to him that, I know that you are good. I've seen the good things that you have done and the things that you've done for me and what you've done for others in the, in the neighborhood and this hero looks at the kid and he says there's no good there are not there there are no good people and there are no evil people there's just people and within people or within a person there is the ability to say yes to good Or yes to evil That there is this choice That can be made That am I going To lean Into this evil Side of me That side that is disconnected From God That's not connecting to God Or am I going to lean into This good side That comes from God That's on the inside of me. And I thought that that's good for us that to recognize that, you know, it makes me think about when Jesus said, none be good but God, that um, none be good but God. He's the only one that can even handle good and evil. We're not even able to really handle good and evil. But when we do something good, it's because the spirit we are, are allowing and we have chosen the spirit of God that is on the inside of us to do good. We've made a decision to connect to that and make a decision out of that. I want to talk about also forgiving the church. Um I was really angry about some of the things that I was seeing, especially in the evangelical church, though, especially the white evangelical church. I was just so disappointed in how the church had become so political In terms of not the politics of the kingdom of God, but the politics of this world, this broken world, that we can think or believe that for us, what we should be doing is making sure that laws are changed in this temporal and this broken government. And when you you look at this, the, the scriptures in terms of how it speaks about the law, if the law was the answer, the law which the Old Testament was all about, if that was the answer, if that was the solution to changing us and having us to walk in righteousness... Why would Jesus come? Why did he come? Because there's something greater in the law. The law can expose the evil, but it's not the solution. I am going to continue to be hopeful to continue to pray for the hearts and minds of those who have been pulled into this carnal version of Christianity, which is not really Christianity. And that people will begin to wake up and see that our, our, our country needs salvation not religion but our country needs to be saved we got a whole lot of people right here we ain't got we don't have to go to another country i'm talking about right here we got a whole lot of people right here that are just religious and if we don't address it and call it out We will fall into the same pattern as those people who put Jesus on the cross and crucified him. As a Christian, you don't get to pick and choose what you stand for. Everything that we stand for has to represent God. Has to represent Christ Has to represent Jesus Has to be flowing from the Holy Spirit Representing the Holy Spirit The Trinity Who The Triune God Who is love And it's an unconditional love We have to call a thing A thing We need to repent, which is something that this country hasn't really fully embraced. We can't pretend that something didn't happen or that something is happening right now. That is truly evil. We can't bury our heads in the sand, A cover cover over ourselves with, a blanket called religion and believe that things are going to change. We can't believe that things are going going to change because they implemented a law or they tore down a law. We went through the civil rights movement Laws were changed, and we are still dealing with the unrighteousness of racism. And yet we don't want to admit that, but we have to. We have to look at it. The Holy Spirit is holding it up for us to look at. Not to condemn us. Jesus didn't come to condemn us, but to save us. We need to save our country. As believers, we're so caught up on your own personal life. You don't want to go through any hardships and you don't want to be persecuted. As our Lord and Savior was persecuted. Our master. He went through it. I am going to stop there today. I'm almost at the 30 minute mark. I'm trying to keep my podcast shorter. And hopefully that the things that I'm talking about will inspire you. To just take a moment and take a deeper look. Always. Furthering this journey of truth. And opening ourselves up. To see what God is showing us. Showing us. We say behold it's a new thing. It's new to us. Not to God. But it's a new thing. It's something that. We haven't experienced and haven't walked in yet. Don't allow your past understandings. And your past revelations. And your past beliefs. To keep you from hearing. What God of today is saying. Because he's the God of yesterday, today and forevermore. What is he saying to you? Today, and you know that He is love. We are peacemakers. If we're not creating peace, if we're not extending love, and in that love, there is forgiveness, there is compassion, there's mercy, there's understanding. There's long suffering. It's all contained in this love that we are created in that image, in that image of love. We have the power within us to forgive in this season. And there's a lot of stuff that we need to forgive from the past, And, of course, there are things even in our own personal families that we need to forgive people of. Just go through your family, go through the government, go through the church, go through all of it, and just begin to forgive and to let go and to free yourself. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, There is liberty. I am going to stop my podcast right here. Amen. Amen. And here we are. Uh, Let's see. This is the first Friday of the month. So that's going to be Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray Rose at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check it out. Check it out. And um, on Sunday, it's going to be Bread of Life if uh, Pastor, uh, if Pastor uh, Ray doesn't do uh, something something new and something different. And we want to be a radio network that... We're moving with the times. We're not afraid of change. And it's like that song, you know, move with the cloud. You know how the Israelites, they uh, as as they were being covered by this cloud by by day to protect them. We want to move with the cloud. As we see God moving, we want to move with him and trust him. He is with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's a good God. None be good, but God. All right, God bless you on this Thursday or whatever day you listen to it. Amen. And we'll see. um, Well, don't forget now, my schedule has changed. I am only... Uh, My podcast is only running on the first and the second Thursdays. And that's at noon and that's Eastern Standard Time, of course. So mark that on your calendars or wherever it is or whatever you do to remember to uh, join me. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And just go with God. Bye